Hey, everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes is a Goal podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada, to learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results. I'm your host, John Acuff, and today I'm going to teach you four soundtracks that you can use to survive the holidays. We're on the edge of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Chinese New Year, etc. And maybe, maybe for you, this season, like being on the edge of all of that, doesn't feel like a Hallmark movie. Maybe you're dreading it just a, just a little bit, a smidge, if you will. No problem. That's what we're going to talk about today. Before we start, today's episode is sponsored by me. That's right. Today's sponsor is me. I've been really surprised at how many people who listen to this podcast have reached out to me about having me speak at their events. I love that. And here's why. Over the last 13 years, I've had the honor to help hundreds of companies like Nissan, Walmart, Microsoft, and Comedy Central at events around the world. And during that time, I've developed three big goals for your event. Number one, I want to slingshot your audience into the best year they've ever had. Whether I'm opening, closing, or somewhere in the middle of the event, I want to launch everyone out of that room with actionable, memorable things that they can apply to their work and lives immediately. Number two, my second goal, I want the sound team engaged and laughing. The sound team has heard it all. They have. And if I can make them laugh and learn along the way, the audience is going to absolutely love the keynote. And number three, my third goal, I want you to get text messages during the keynote. My favorite sentence to hear from you after I speak is, John, my phone was blowing up during your keynote. I'm there to make you look like a rock star, not me. If your boss texts you during my speech and compliments you on how well the event is going, then I know I've done my job. Whether it's virtual or live, 10,000 people in an arena or 15 sales team members on WebEx or Zoom or, or Microsoft Teams, I'd love to help you with your next event. Fill out the quick form at acuff.me slash speaking to check my availability. That's acuff, A-C-U-F-F dot M-E slash speaking. All right, let's jump in. Do you, do you love the holidays? I, I personally do. I'm planning to Christmas so hard this year. I want my office, my home office where I work, to look like the inside of a Cracker Barrel, only more festive with more decorations. I'm talking like... I want it to smell like a Christmas tree in here, balsam fir, if you will, lights everywhere, many Christmas trees everywhere, the new Lego Home Alone house. Did you know they released that one? They did. It's, it's amazing. Um, you've got a little, tiny little Kevin, a little Marv, like it's got so many fun details from that movie. I love the movie Home Alone. But the holidays can also be a pressure cooker of stress, particularly when it comes to dealing with friends and family we might not agree with. Now, in years in the past, it was easier to avoid talking about things like politics at Thanksgiving, for instance. Like this episode is going to drop. That's what we say in the streets. It's going to drop before Thanksgiving. And maybe for you, that's a little stressful. And in the past, all you had to do to avoid confrontation with family members was not talk about the election or maybe 
particular policies or specific people. Now, though, it's a little, it's a little more complicated. So here are a few things before I share the soundtracks that'll help you survive the holidays. Here are a few things you should avoid talking about if you don't want to talk about politics at Thanksgiving. Just avoid these subjects, okay? Real quick list. Number one, sports. Now, this used to be what we call a safe space, in part because there were football games on Thanksgiving. You could gather around the TV. You could root for people. Even a family who was terrible at communication could sit around the TV and kind of grunt happily at a game. Now, though, there's protests. There's kneeling for the anthem. This is a danger zone. It's hot. So to play it safe, don't mention football during Thanksgiving. Or soccer, which could lead to football. Because that they call it football in England. If you mention soccer, it's just it's a slippery slope. Better throw in cricket just to be safe. I don't understand cricket. I don't know if it's politically charged. But let's, let's be safe. And basketball. Bas- don't mention basketball because of mandates. I think that wiffle ball is still okay. I think you can still talk about wiffle ball. If you want to catch up on wiffle ball with your grandpa while he whittles, I think you're in the clear. So number one, don't, don't talk about sports. Number two, the weather. Ah, the old favorite, a poor conversationalist everywhere. What, what a beautiful day. Wow, we've been having crazy weather, haven't we? The weatherman says it's going to be a cold weekend. One of my favorites is when people say, if you don't like the weather around here, just wait a minute. I think every city in America, and maybe, maybe globally too, I don't know. I think every city in America, people say, you know what they say about this place? If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. Like back in the day, the weather wasn't just a topic. It was a hiding place. You could talk about the weather, but whew, those days are gone. You say, oh, it's cold today. And you know what I hear? Ooh, let's talk about climate change. You say, I wish I brought a warmer coat. And I think, you won't just need a coat when the polar ice caps are gone. More like a kayak. Am I right? What? Straws? Why are you using a straw? Be careful. Don't talk about the weather. Number three thing you probably should avoid talking about, the the calendar. What could be simpler than talking about a calendar? I mean, all we're doing is reflecting on an agreed upon chunking of time. How can the name of a month or the day of the week cause political issues? I'll tell you how. You say, can you believe it's almost Christmas? And I'm going to say right back, well, it's just one more holiday closer to the midterm elections. Am I right? Do you see how quick I sprung that trap? Be careful about the calendar. Number four thing you should not talk about, cars. Now, I know you drove to Thanksgiving. I know that you think cars or traffic is a safe conversation, but you are wrong. Cars make me think of fossil fuels. Fossil fuels make me think of Saudi Arabia. I don't even have to take six degrees of Kevin Bacon to get there. Want to try again? Cars make me think of fossil fuels. Fossil fuels make me think of electric cars. Electric cars make me think of Tesla. Tesla makes me think of Elon Musk. And there we go. We're right back into the federal government and fossil fuels and electric cars. And wow, don't talk about cars. Number five thing you should not talk about. I think you need to be really careful about talking about your kids. You want to think it's a safe topic, right? I've got kids. Look at them. There's kids. They're right over there. They're eating on a small cardboard table. Uh, Why can't you talk about kids? Because kids are going to open up schooling. And were you in person? Were you virtual? What are the regulations? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hot topic. Hot topic. I don't mean the store at the mall where you go if you're emo. Just don't talk about your kids. Number six thing you should not talk about the turkey you're eating. Don't talk about the turkey. Why not? A hunting 
camouflage, guns, I would avoid that altogether. Number seven thing you shouldn't talk about, social media. Can you, can you believe what that politician said? Can you believe what they said online? Did you see that tweet? Did you see that Facebook post? No, 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 no. Avoid social media. Number eight, don't talk about your job. Why not? The economy, the job market, the jobs report. Too hot, spicy. Number nine, shopping. Now, wait a second. You're probably thinking, John, why can't I, why can't I talk about shopping at the old Thanksgiving table? Why can't I talk about Black Friday? Okay, fine. Just you know, get ready to talk about the supply chain. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the Suez Canal. If you want to talk about both those things, by all means, probably should skip shopping. Number 10, your health. Why can't I talk about my health? Healthcare. Do you want to talk about healthcare? Number 11, religion. Whoa, what are you, what are you crazy? There's really not a safe subject you can talk about anymore. I just went through 11. I probably could go through like a thousand. There's nothing safe right now, which is why you need some new soundtracks for the holidays. Now, what's a soundtrack? What do I mean by that word? Well, a soundtrack is a phrase I use for repetitive thought. I've spent the last two years researching and writing a book about overthinking and mindset. It's called Soundtracks, came out last April. And a soundtrack is just a thought you hear over and over again. If the soundtracks you listen to are positive, your thoughts can be your best friend. They propel you on new adventures with creativity and hope. If your day, though, is spent overthinking broken soundtracks, your thoughts can be your worst foe, holding you back from ever taking action on all the things you want in life. When I talk about family, friends, the holidays, soundtracks, it's going to be so tempting to say, John, you don't know my family. You don't know my family. And that's, that's true. I don't. If you've got an abusive family that's just terrible, focus on better boundaries, not your soundtracks. Whenever someone says you should never burn bridges, I think never is a pretty strong word. I think it's actually the wrong word because some bridges need to be torched. But at the same time, I'd encourage you to resist the temptation to pick apart these ideas that I'm about to share and avoid the temptation to brainstorm why they won't work for you in your life. Avoid the temptation to say, that will never work for me. That will never work for me. Instead, what if you said, I wonder, I wonder how that could work for me. That approach doesn't come naturally to me. Sometimes when I read self-help books or listen to podcasts that are meant to be encouraging, I come at them with this attitude of, that'll never work for me. And then I start reading the book, looking for reasons it won't work. Guess what I find? Reasons it won't work. That really shuts me down and it prevents me from growing. So I'm learning to lean into curiosity, which brings me to my first soundtrack that I think you should head into the holidays with. Are you ready? Soundtrack number one of four is curiosity beats criticism. Curiosity beats criticism. This is one that I love to share. And it's not something I learned the easy way. I actually learned this the hard way. You see, a few years ago, I was on a flight sitting next to Jeremy Cowart. If you don't know Jeremy Cowart, he's a world-renowned photographer. And that's not hyperbole. The Huffington Post, Forbes, and Yahoo named him the most influential photographer on the internet. That's a pretty good title. Like when Forbes says, you're the most influential photographer on the internet. He's done everything from take photos of Taylor Swift to capturing moments of reconciliation between warring tribes in Rwanda to presenting to the United Nations. He's done it all. And one night, we were sitting next to each other on a flight to Portland, Oregon, 
where we would both be sharing the stage at the World Domination Summit. Now, I know that sounds like a conference where like dictators get together, but it's really a really beautiful conference put on by this guy, Chris Guillebeau and his team. And it's an artistic community, but we're both flying out there. That's the picture. We're on a flight from Nashville to Portland. And I say to him, hey, what have you been working on? Like, what are you excited about right now? And then he, he says to me, well, I've been secretly working on a dream about a new hotel. He said, I, I want to start something called the Purpose Hotel, where every inch of it would be designed to help people in need. There'd be a charity water well in the lobby. Each room would sponsor a hungry child. And even the soaps in the bathroom would tie back to sustainability. So he tells me this plan. And then he does that thing that people do when they've shared something with you, where they kind of quietly wait to see what your reaction is going to be. And I, I would love to tell you that I had a good reaction. I, I would love to look good on this podcast, but that wouldn't be honest in this situation. My face said, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And my word said, I don't know, you think? And he was crushed. And years later, he would tell me, I thought you'd be interested or supportive of the idea. I was really disappointed by that conversation. Now, do you know who didn't react that way to Jeremy? Horst Schulze, the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton. He's helping Jeremy develop that project. After Jeremy told me how badly I discouraged him, I decided I was done with that broken soundtrack and I needed to replace it with a new one. And so I came up with one. Curiosity beats criticism. If you go into the holidays with the attitude of the holidays suck, my family is the worst, my friends are useless, I can't wait for them to be over, guess what is going to happen? You're going to have that exact same experience. What if instead, maybe for the first time, you went in with curiosity? What if you asked someone at Thanksgiving a few questions? What if you were curious about their life? What if you asked a coworker a few questions and were curious about their life? I mean, I remember one time learning a single sentence about a coworker changed my entire experience with them. Sometimes that happens in life. I had a coworker who was really difficult to get along with. He was late to meetings. He didn't show up prepared. Projects fell through the cracks. He was so belligerent and angry. And then I learned that his wife had cancer. And that changed everything I knew about him. What if some of the people we have a difficult time with, we have a difficult time because we don't really know them. And if we are a little bit curious, if we ask them a question, we might get to know them as a person. What if you went to the Thanksgiving table with some questions? What if you went to the office Christmas party, if you're having one, with some questions? Why? Because curiosity beats criticism. The second soundtrack that I think will help you this holiday season is politicians are temporary, family is forever. Let me say it again. Politicians are temporary, family is forever. Don't do long-term danger to a relationship that you've had for decades because of an argument about a politician you'll have for years. Now, set some boundaries. You're going to hear that word come up over and over and over in this episode. I don't know your family, as I said earlier. You do. So only you can decide how wide and high those boundaries need to be. You might have the worst uncle, cousin, mom, dad in the world, and you don't need to talk to them at all, never mind just not talking about politics. Just because I'm really tall doesn't mean I know everything. Don't assume that because I'm just this really tall person that I know it all. I, I don't. 
But I just keep thinking about something I heard someone named Andy Stanley say once. He said he's seen moments where relatives won the argument and lost the relationship. So if you're going to lose a relationship over a political argument, at least do the math. Like at least get an ROI return on investment before you do it. Before you go into it, assess it. Say, yes, you know what? I've run the numbers. I am willing to never talk to this family member again because I need to win this political argument. If it's worth it, dude, go for it. Bring receipts. Do your research before Thanksgiving and show up with a PowerPoint based on the historical significance of your favorite politician. Get detailed. Don't just be a low information voter parroting something you sort of kind of read on Twitter. Bring your own little sound system and refuse to let the turkey come out until everyone has at least sat through the first two hours of your presentation about the politician you hate the most. If they won't, they won't listen. They won't sign your petition. Flip the table over, like just throw the table over, grab a pie on your way out and never, never look back. Now, now don't grab the pecan pie. And you should say pecan. I said pecan um, until I married a Southern woman. And she was like, that is not how you say that word. But don't grab a pecan pie because it's full of nuts. And nuts nuts are like adding gravel to a dessert. That's what a nut is. It's like adding gravel to a dessert. Actually, if you want to fight about something with me, like if you're like, I'm ready to fight Johnny, let's fight about that. I think nuts ruin brownies. Tell me I'm wrong. If winning the argument is worth losing the relationship with a family member, coworker, friend, whatever, then, then win it. Go for it. If it's not, though, if it's not, hit pause. Eat a piece of pie in the walk-in pantry where no one can find you for a few minutes, and then carry on. Politicians are temporary. Family is forever. The third soundtrack that will help you this holiday season is Screaming Closes Ears, It Never Opens Hearts. Now, this same soundtrack goes for social media, too. No one online has had their long-held personal beliefs changed because someone else with the opposite belief told them they're an idiot. Is your goal really to change how your uncle has voted for the last 30 years before they bring the turkey out? You are going to have the suckiest Thanksgiving ever. And let's be honest, what will that accomplish? I mean, maybe you'll get your mom or grandmother to cry, which is, which is a great feeling, like making your mom cry and your grandmother cry. Great feeling, like hallmark moment. But will anything else have changed? You might feel smug or self-righteous on the drive home. And don't get me wrong. I like those feelings sometimes. I do. Who doesn't? But did it change anything? Probably, probably not. And speaking of smug, how good does it feel when someone who is tailgating you and then cuts you off to get ahead gets stuck at the same red light as you? Is that the best feeling in the world? Oh, I love that. Believe me, I get why it's fun to feel smug or self-righteous. But again, remember that soundtrack. Screaming closes ears. It never opens hearts. The last, the fourth one, the fourth soundtrack I think will help you survive the holidays is pine or plan. You can pine for the old days. Maybe it was easier before. Maybe you, you want to go, oh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was so much easier to have Thanksgiving. You can pine maybe even for the fictional version of a holiday that all your friends on Instagram are having. Like, cause you know, you're going to see some people on Instagram that are like putting up the Christmas tree and making out. I don't know that there's ever been a time in my life, in my marriage, I've been married for 20 years now, where Jenny and I end putting up the Christmas tree and are happy. 
Like, it's not like we have a huge argument, but it's never something where we're like, we put it up and we have to get every box out of the attic and it, they're always covered in spiders and some ornaments are broken and we hang it up. And then at the end, we have a tickle fight. Like, it's amazing. Look what we did. Like, no, like we're always kind of grumpy. But on Instagram, like you see these people that are like stringing up like popcorn and they're making like mold cider and like having cranberry fights with each other and go, man, I wish I had a life like that. Like you can pine for that. Um, you can pine for a family that was normal or friends that were consistent or anything. You can pine or you can plan. Now, this one hit me last March on a personal level. March 2020, I first bumped into this soundtrack in my own life, Pine or Plan. And the reason why was I was a public speaker. I was a live event speaker. I was a keynote speaker. And all of a sudden, that industry got put on pause. It just got put on pause, events got canceled or turned into virtual events. And my whole kind of career got shaken upside down. And I'll be honest with you, for a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months is probably what my wife would say. I was just grumpy about that. I was like, this is so unfair. And I was about to have the best year of speaking I'd ever had. And it just all changed. I was like, it's so unfair. I lost my job. I lost this opportunity. And I was like grumpy and like morose and mopey about it. But I got to a spot where I realized, you know, I can pine, like I can regret that I don't have the kind of days I want, or I can regret that this happened, or I can be frustrated, I can, or I can plan, I can plan something new, knowing that it's challenging, what am I going to do in response? And you've got the same opportunity when it comes to stressful holidays, you can pine, or you can plan. So what does plan look like? Well, here's a few examples. Maybe what you do is you talk with a friend before you go to Thanksgiving. If last Thanksgiving was stressful, guess what this one's going to be? It's probably going to be stressful. If two years ago was stressful and three years ago, like, guess what? It's going to be stressful. So come up with a plan. Talk to a friend before you go and say, hey, I'd love to process with you. Maybe if last Christmas was awkward and empty because it was COVID and it just wasn't fun, like maybe this year you plan to get together with friends. Like, you own that. You come up with an idea. You you figure out, okay, I'm not going to have this same situation I did last year. You plan. Second way you can plan. Maybe you set some boundaries. There's that word again. Maybe you say to friends or family, hey, we're only going to be able to be there for a day or two, not all week. Um, or, hey, we're going to stay with our friends. We're going to spend the night. You know, We're going to kind of hang out with our friends. We're going to make a bunch of different plans versus going, okay, we're going to go all in. Maybe you set some boundaries. Maybe another way you plan is you take some breaks. You take some breaks from stressful situations. If it's stressful, be deliberate about taking breaks. Like go on a walk, have a phone call with a friend, go sit in your car for a minute and listen to an encouraging song. Take some breaks. If it was stressful last year and you don't want it to be as stressful this year, then come up with a plan because you've got an option. Pine or plan, pine or plan. That's the fourth soundtrack. Now, I, I hope that none of this was relatable. I hope right now, maybe you're like, what? Who, who needed this episode? Me and my spouse, we love putting up the Christmas tree. This is crazy. I spend the entire month with friends and we just, it's the best ever. But if you are dreading it a little bit, if you do have a little bit of stress on your horizon, I hope you'll remember those four soundtracks I just shared with you. Number one, curiosity beats criticism. This holiday season, approach it 
with some curiosity. Number two, politicians are temporary. Family is forever. They are. Politicians are temporary. They're going to be here for 10 years, maybe four years. We don't know how long, but the family you have is the family you have. Number three, screaming closes ears. It never opens hearts. Don't go in trying to win the Thanksgiving table. Be there at the Thanksgiving table. And number four, pine or plan. When it comes to life, you've got two options. You can pine for this fictional life. You can pine for this Instagram life. You can pine for how things used to be, or you can plan how you'd like them to be. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had an amazing holiday season. I hope your holidays are awesome. We'll put up any links that we mentioned today in the show notes. And as always, thank you for reviewing my podcast. What a holiday miracle that is, right? When you take a couple seconds and go, I love the podcast and you rate it or review it. So helpful, so kind. And please make sure you subscribe or follow or whatever it is the kids are saying these days. I'll see you next week. And remember, all it takes is a goal. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast. podcast.